Hi, everybody. This is Garrett from the This Better Be Good podcast. Thanks for clicking and listening and all that good stuff. Um, please, it would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe. Um, let people know about this because it's a super great podcast. Very happy with it. Uh, even though we are in quarantine right now, it doesn't mean that we're not busy. So unfortunately, Mike and I were unable to um, get together. Obviously, we're in lockdown, but... Um, join forces and do an episode today so we're just going to do a repost of a previous episode we've done uh leaving neverland uh the michael jackson documentary from hbo uh came out a while ago but we're putting it all together it was two episodes before it was a regular episode and then a bonus so we're putting that together for this episode today so uh enjoy that um also, just want to let you know, again, that we are a part of the Perfecta Podcast Network. That's a little bit of an umbrella network, uh, so other podcasts are under it. Um, you guys can definitely check that out, just perfectapodcastnetwork.com. Some of those podcasts are Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities, Can Do with Bill Duncliffe, An Evening with the Authors, The Sal and Bob Show, The Obtuse Angles Podcast with Kyle and Jeremy, and of course, yours truly, this better be good. So hopefully you guys enjoy this episode today. Um, check out the other stuff that we've been doing. I've been putting all of the episodes up on YouTube with a little bit of an image uh, over it or whatever. Some people listen to podcasts on YouTube, so there's a thing. Um, you can do that. Um, just share it with everybody. Let everybody know, because uh, we just love this passion project to take off. That would be terrific. Cool. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Enjoy the episode. One. Ah, you, ah, you know ah. what it is. It's the weekly. L- <laughs> sounds like fucking Tevia from Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> Fiddler? Fiddler? Fiddler on the Roof. You know what it is. It's the weekly podcast where Garrett and myself, we review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it. And this week, ah, ah, ah. Comment if you'd like Mike to stop doing that. Too late. <laughs> we are we are just uh, you know seeing uh, you know leaving Neverland. Leaving Neverland. It's a two part documentary about Michael Jackson and, and uh, boys' experience with Michael Jackson. This is part one, everybody, because there are two parts, and we did not realize that, and we will not get all two parts into one episode. So, right? Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe um, depends on how long they are. We'll find out. I don't know. This shit. Let's, let's see. We can find out right now. Uh, yep, two hours, two minutes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Uh, I'm so, like, I I am, I might be the only person that's fine with just putting down all Michael Jackson stuff. But the crazy thing is, is this has been in the lexicon for so long. We've all heard the stories. We right, all we've never know heard this, about but this. We've never heard the stories from the point of view of any of the children. That is true, because the parents are fucking scum-sucking pieces of shit, and they use their children to get money. I would, I would bet money that that's what it is. Now, uh, people still love Thriller. Uh, people will still listen to all this shit, and it'll still be played at fucking proms across the country. Nothing will be done about this. The guy is dead. Uh, I think that's so- the big difference. The difference, especially between like him and R. Kelly, for example, um, is because R. Kelly is... 
horribly defending himself in the media right now. Yeah. And R. Kelly is still a tangible thing you can connect to these bad things that have been happening. If we watch this documentary and, and we're just like, oh, well, shit, this, this stuff obviously happened and it's pretty fucked up. It doesn't change the fact that Michael Jackson's dead. There's not really anything you can do about it. Yep. I mean, I mean he I'm didn't... Not, I'm not saying that if... Again, we don't know what the document, what's even in this documentary, what these boys are going to say. That we is don't true. know anything about... Well, Mike, they're men now. Well, yeah, what the men are going to say about their childhood. But, and I'm not trying to take away from what happened to them if something did happen to them. But, I mean, it's a huge difference when the person you're alleging against is dead. Like, it's just I like... Think, I think the thing is, they just want to be, feel validated. And they've went through continual years of not feeling that way. Or... Or were they lying? Is that the other thing? Well, no, I don't know about val- I don't know if validated is the right word. I think they've probably been carrying around this weight on their shoulders since they were a child, and they want to be able to to vent it, to get it off their chest, to yeah. say something about whatever. But I mean, happened. isn't isn't half isn't the other half of that saying these things and then people embracing you? Uh, like because you can say this all the time and like have the like tell people about it. And then that, you know, that person can either say, oh, geez, you're full of shit, or, oh, man, I didn't know that. God, I'm sorry. Or it could be, um, I mean, if, if, you know, if some terrible things did happen to them, it could be just the hatred eating away at them by seeing Michael Jackson being just, you know, canonized. so, So basically you're tearing down a reputation. Well, I don't know about tearing down a reputation. I just think that, I just think that, again... I don't know what they're going to say, but... See, I know, that's the I thing, just, is that's why we talk about this beforehand, guys. I just think that if if it, something did happen to them when they were kids with Michael Jackson, then, yeah, kind of the tear reputation, because I'm sure every time they see people glorify Michael Jackson, it's got to hurt, it's got to sting. Of course, especially it, knowing it stung, that, uh, you know, when they were younger. Oh, gee. <laughs> hey, we got to make light of something somehow, because Jesus Christ, I, I'm in for... Uh, tearjerk it's cold and rainy i'm wearing a cardigan uh we're sitting on my couch i'm wearing a new hoodie uh we're gonna watch some depressing stuff god damn it the <laughs> fucking clip that's on here right now is michael in his weird red thing and he's got his dumb hair and he's like he's got his arm around a kid that is dressed, dressed like, like smooth him. criminal yeah. like this is fucking awful god yeah. damn it mike what are you doing to me i you know we've never done a documentary before and Roma. I, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, kind of. And I also, I also selfishly, I do want to watch these, but I don't want to watch these. So I figured if we do it for the podcast, yep. we have to watch them. For sure. Um, and I'm a huge Michael Jackson. Everybody is a huge Michael Jackson fan. Like I grew up a Michael Jackson fan. Like I, My parents got remarried for their 25th wedding anniversary, and I did the whole Billie Jean routine at their wedding. Oh, boy. Um, it's on VHS somewhere. You got to find that and post it. Ah, uh, no. We can convert it. <laughs> I don't. I, got, I had to go down to Kentucky to my mom's house and try and find it. But. Uh, why haven't you not bought your plane ticket right now? Because I don't want it to surface. <laughs> no. just, uh, just like Michael didn't want these allegations oh, to surface. Oh, come on. Um, Jokes. I think an interesting thing about this, too, is like. Uh, and, and when the Kevin Spacey thing broke and. Uh, all these things that happen, knowing why they happen is a very human thing. I feel like, like wanting to know why they happen. As, yeah, especially Americans. Like because if you watch American film, it's very different than French film, because French film it, there's like things just happen. There's no explanation as to why, mm-hmm. because French audiences are different than American audiences. Where Americans are just like, well, why did that happen? I need to know the reason why. Mm-hmm. So like any you know up in the air kind of thing, or like any movie that just kind of abruptly ends, Americans trash it. Uh, that goes the same in social aspects too. 
and I, I, it, it is, it, that's, I, that's what I want to know. I want to know why these people are like this. Like, why is Kevin Spacey so fucked up? Well, it just so happens that he was uh, beaten by an that's alcoholic he's gay. father. Because he's, because, because I'm gay. <laughs> a little, little tired, a little gay. He's beaten by his alcoholic father, and then he started acting to get away from that, and he was also gay, so he wanted to closet those thoughts. But that's not why he was a fucking asshole. That was what he said. That's what he said. That's why he's crazy. <laughs> But a really good impressionist. And uh, Michael Jackson, I mean, he has stories that he did an interview one time talking about how uh, he watched his brothers fuck groupies while he was, what, nine in Jackson 5? Oh, way younger than nine. Eight? Jackson 5 first started out when he was, like, five. Yeah, well, I mean, mean, you know, I I don't know how... Well, not just that. I don't know when they ended as well. I mean, also, Lisa, it's also to the fact that, and this... Not defending what he did or didn't well, do. Well, that's but. the thing. I, really quick. I want to say, when you have to say the phrase not defending what... That's never what we're doing. I, as people, yeah, I, know, I, I feel like explaining the why is never defense of it. I think it's just you're getting the entire picture. And I think that's really helpful to understanding people in general. Yeah, I get that and you get that, but this is a disclaimer for people who don't get that. Oh yeah, I mean, that's um, that's who I'm talking to. Like you and I, we can have conversations. Michael Jackson's childhood was so fucked up and stunted. I mean, the fact that he didn't have a childhood could definitely correlate to the fact that he relates more to children and would be attracted to children. Exactly. Like I mean, I don't But goddamn, that South Park episode is so funny. <laughs> but I mean, like it's I mean, the guys, everyone who ever describes Michael Jackson or being with Michael Jackson or even the little kids who are now adults who have described hanging out with Michael Jackson have also the same thing, and that is, it was like hanging out with a child. Like yeah. They're saying here the mentality of a child was like hanging out with your fellow child. So, I mean, t- to that end, it would not be surprising that he would be attracted to children, because that's where his mindset is, yeah. is that, um, that he's a child. I mean, that's why, that's why he lives in a fuck. he lived in fucking Neverland, because he never got a chance to be a proper child. Like, there's that clip of him, like... Buying out a grocery store and planting his friends and family in the grocery store. Have not so seen this. So he could this. walk around the grocery store and pretend to shop to feel like a normal person. Wow, I've not seen this. Yeah, like that's Is like, that in the thing? I don't know if it's in this. That's in another documentary. Dude, that, this guy is so fucked up. Like, of course. Like, why? I love the people that are defending saying that he didn't do this. Like, why do you think that? Like, what, what makes you think... All signs point to he would have done it. Of course. You just described how he set up people in the shopping center to fucking make it look like he's a real person. Yeah, he doesn't. He's, he's so, crazy. He's, well, I don't know. If, I wouldn't say crazy. He's just really out of touch with reality because he's never had a reality. So he's like Lucille Bluth. Just like, how much, <laughs> how much could a banana be? $10? I don't think you've ever bought a banana. Who's the cashier here? Gene Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great show. Yeah, it just new season just premiered on Netflix. I haven't watched. I haven't. I didn't watch the last season. It was awful. Uh, really? Was it? It wasn't good. They had. A, they split up the cast a lot. Like there wasn't. Imagine they did that with season four. Wait, what? No, no season five was the one where they had all the different storylines, right? No, season four. Was that season four? Season three was the last one on Fox, and then season four was the one they came back later, and okay. I, well, I loved one, it. I thought it was okay. I thought season four, it's like all it's told out of order. But it's from the Everyone's viewpoint of everybody. But by that season finale, you know everything, so it all adds up. So then but the just, second time you watch it... I just feel like that show has benefits from having the cast together. Because that cast... Well, I think so together. too, but they had to do... So what is season five, all of them together? It's called season 5.0. And they're all... From all, the trailers I've seen, they're all like together. Like it's like Interesting. Okay. Well, we'll have um, to watch that after this. But... Um, have to cleanse the palate somehow. 
But yeah, I just feel like, I wouldn't say that he's crazy, he's just out of touch with reality because he never had the same reality as any of us in his entire life. Like, he's been ingested five since he was five years old. He's only ever known fame, and he's never had privacy. So to think, well, there's no way he did these things. Well, that's a little stupid to think that he would never yeah. have done it. He doesn't know what's right and wrong. He's never been taught. Like, yeah. His father beat the shit out of him and his brothers from, like, the day they became an entertainment, and that's what his reality was. That's what he thought was the right thing. So how is he going to know what the difference is between right and wrong? Again, not defending the guy, but it makes total sense for why he would do what he did if he did do anything. Yep. Which again, I mean, he settled out of court for a lot of the allegations against him. So we will never know the truth. We'll always have hearsay. Um, all those court documents are closed and stuff. So why are these guys able to talk about this thing? Then? They can because... talk about their experiences, but the court documents can't be released. So like anything mm-hmm. that was said in court can't be like, you know, police public, but they can talk about it all they want. Interesting. Well, I think I'm ready. I'm not. <laughs> um, what else? Well, there's other movie news, right? Or what do you? We, you... Got, a, we got a little bit of movie news we can talk about. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's... I mean, we're just at home, so at Mike's home. Uh, I don't live here. Oh, by the way, look at that. Aw, that's that nice? adorable. Yeah. Don't ever tell the audience <laughs> what we just looked at. It's Mike's penis. He just pointed that. <laughs> Ah, it's adorable. Um, sl- little movie news. Uh, I just posted the page that um, uh, uh, Keanu Reeves and Alice Winters just confirmed that Bill and Ted Three will be shooting, started shooting this summer. I saw that for an August twenty twenty release. You excited? Wow! I never saw the first two. Oh, they're so good, man. I've heard they're great. They're really funny. They're really entertaining. Um, they're really stupid, but they're really funny. Yeah. Well, uh, that's what this one should be. Yeah. Um, so that's then, fun. Also, big news: Disney bought Fox. Yeah, bought Fox. Kind of. I mean, really. They did a while ago. They just haven't finished buying them. <laughs> it's finalized, baby. Disney rehired James Gunn. Did I did we talk about that. that in the last episode? No, we didn't. We didn't. But that's exciting. I mean, it's been postered everywhere. I'm just very excited. And then I love the people, too, coming out and being like, oh, my God, why would he even take the opportunity? Shut the fuck up. He created the thing. Shut yeah. up. Yeah, there's no way he wouldn't take the opportunity. It's, why? It's of course, I would take that. Yeah. And he's doing Suicide Squad which is not Suicide Squad 2. It's a reboot. It's called This Thank the, the Suicide Yeah. I couldn't get it out. The Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. Squad. It's going to be a full reboot, which I think is a genius idea. Amazing I, idea. I think that... I she, think they can put DC back on the map with that. DC's got... They've, they've, uh, Aquaman was a huge hit for them. Oh. Not so much critically, but it was a huge financial hit success. Yep. Um, they've got Wonder Woman 1982... Or 84? 84. 84 coming out. Which hey, is the cool. year of Michael Jackson. Is it? Yeah. I mean, he was always... That's his year. That's like the thriller? Billy Jean. Was 84? Yeah, that, that's the moonwalk year. Before he lit himself on fire. <laughs> that was like 92, wasn't it? Like, that was, I think it was 88, it was like a Pepsi 89. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he, mar- he married Lisa Marie Presley. And people didn't think this would last. And then he gives her that awkward-ass kiss of the MTV And then VMAs. she's like, it's not going to. Like, and just no. walks away from him. And then Michael's like, no, let's make a video where we're both naked. Come on, that's ignorant. That's <laughs> Come ignorant. On. Come on. Come fly with me. Jamona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blanket. I got your nose. I got your nose, blanket. Ah! No, Blanket, come back. Uh-huh. So funny. Um, so fucking funny. So yeah, Wonder Woman 1984 coming out, which I'm sure Penny Jenkins is back. Uh, everything else is the same as it was in the first one. There's no reason this movie shouldn't be good. Yep. Um, but again, it's DC, so I'm always holding my breath. And then you've got uh, the Suicide Squad, which should be a return to form, I think. For You've got a property that's got so much potential to be mm-hmm. good. Oh, there's also the Batman coming out 2019. Army Hammer playing Batman? It, it's 2019 right now. They're announcing it this year. Yeah. Army Hammer's yet. playing Batman, yeah. huh? Yeah. Interesting. I, I like, like that, that choice. Yeah, I, I really do, like... too. I love Army um, Hammer. Um, 
So, I mean, if anybody's going to write your ship, it's going to be James goddamn Gunn. Yeah. I mean, if James Gunn could make the Guardians of the Galaxy an A-list superhero team, he can fix a team that's already an A-list superhero that's team. That's true. Um, also, Idris Elba rumored to replace Will Smith as a dead shot. Not I'd like that. Not yet, but that would be really I'd cool. like that. Um, and then Margot Robbie has her Harley's, uh, Harley Quinn movie coming out. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, DC's got a good look two years coming up, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Marvel, stop. I'm excited for all that that's coming out. Oh man, Endgame. next month and uh, Endgame, baby! I watched Captain Marvel again. Um, liked it way better the second time. Really? Still not it. I said last week that it's in my top ten. I don't think it is. The more I reflect on it, I I like it more than I did the first time because it's a movie that has a lot of twists and turns. So going into it again, you're like, I know all these things. You can pick up on a lot of stuff. That makes me like a movie more. Shutter Island, hated it the first time. Loved it the second oh, time. Oh, I loved it the first time. Loved it the second time, too. Did not like it the first time. Uh, but that's a good example. What was I saying? I was saying things about Captain Marvel. It's not in my top ten. Oh, yeah. Maybe top twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Still decent. But there are... Half, but... Dude, it's 22 movies. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, man. And this phase... And four is about to start well, after April. It, they're not going to call it Phase Four. I've heard from Kevin Feige. Is he relaunching it as another phase? It's going to be a different type of phase. It's not going to be phase, but uh, the phase ones, phases one through three are called the Infinity Saga. Did you hear that? Uh, no. Yeah, phases one through three, baby. Infinity Saga. So right. it's Infinity Saga, phase one, two, and three. And then phase four through whatever is going to be called something other than It's a little phase. weird name for the phases uh, for from a comic book standpoint, fan standpoint, just because you've got storylines from the Infinity War Saga and the Civil War Saga in phase one through yeah. three. So it's kind of, it's weird to name it that. But, but I think that's the over... I think that's the whole theme of the thing because, you know, involving the Tesseract and everything that it's in and retconning where the Tesseract came from. Yeah, <laughs> many times. Um, it's funny, too, uh, if, if if they hold... I think the next logical step would be the Secret Wars storyline for the comics, which is when the scrolls infiltrate different members of, like, Avengers, X-Men, all that kind of stuff. Oh. Um, and so it's very hard to figure out who is what and all this betrayal and stuff, and it made for a really great storyline in the comic books. Um, and I think it's the logical step. Um, although to make the scrolls evil would be a bit of a leap now. Yeah, that would be sense. Because of what they did. Um, but I think if they could do it, they, they should. Well, all they could do is they could just have like, um, oh, we're, we're doing spoilers for Captain Marvel, are we? Eh, not really. Mm, okay. Well, I'm going to say this. All they'd have to do is like find a faction of, you know, evil scrolls that could, uh, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, look at, uh, look at fucking off. Ronan. Super evil Kree. Yeah, that fucking guy. I will cleanse them. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I will cleanse them. I did notice this. Every time he... It's it's very similar to uh, Han Solo. Uh, or, sorry, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Um, where Darth Maul is in that, that thing. And it's like the projected thing or whatever. And he mm. takes the lightsaber out and uses it. For and no it's just reason. like, for no reason. Yeah. It's the same thing that happens in Captain Marvel. Because every time Jude Law is talking to Ronan on that thing, he's, got that. he's holding the fucking <laughs> hammer or whatever. Although, you know, in... And then when it shows him in real life, he's still holding the goddamn hammer. In Guardians, he's always holding that hammer, too. It's so funny to me. Like, like, you're not intimidating. You never know. <laughs> oh, God. In, yeah, you're in your spaceship. It'd be like, you never it'd be know. Like, it'd be the equivalent of, like, being in your house as you're a cop. Being in your house Just with your gun holding in your hand your taser, <laughs> Holding your gun. Your cuffs are on your dick. You're like cooking spaghetti like, with just stirring with the barrel of your gun. 
Oh, it kind of tastes gunpowdery. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but this game makes you want to kill. Oh, I love being white. <laughs> Alright, that was my impression of a cop, everybody. It's pretty good. Grand Rapids is... Um, in the news? Grand Rapids is in the news for a lot of uh, racial bias for their police uh, force. But then a and black so, cop was helping an autistic kid. Uh, did you see this? I didn't, but... Yeah, it's a good news story. Go what ahead. I was saying was... On March 28th, there, uh, the state civil rights group is holding a uh, like a meeting in Grand Rapids to determine whether or not the Grand Rapids police force is biased. Interesting. They're holding it the same day that Donald Trump is at Vanderbilt Arena. Fuck yeah. Which means two things for me. One, people aren't going to go to the fucking police thing because Donald Trump's at Vanderbilt Arena. That's true. Uh, so they're trying to bury the fact that this thing is happening behind a giant news story. Yep. And two, uh, fuck the city of Grand Rapids for that. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Also, I did some research, because that's who I am. And when I want to argue about things on Twitter, I make sure I'm well-informed first, unlike most people who use Twitter. Um, and did you know that African-Americans make up 20% of the entire population of Grand Rapids, but they make up over 40% of all traffic stops? Wow. Yeah. It's pretty one-sided. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. Totally off topic, guys. Michael Jackson was black. He was. Exactly. That's what I said was. All right. Michael's walking away. He's getting a gun. Oh, my God. No, I'm kidding. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. I know what this is. Jesus. Ooh, something for the longtime listeners. We've missed that. Hey, Matt Harper. Um, <laughs> God damn. So. All right. What other, what other news do we have? Oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The trailer. Oh, yes. Great trailer. That looks great. Oh, I can't wait. New uh, Quentin Tarantino movie. His ninth film. Um, if you count Kill Bill 1 and 2 as one movie. And, no, it uh, counts. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. I just looked at a list. They do count as one movie. No, they count as two movies. Hmm. Really? Death Proof, Jackie Brown. I'm going to try to do this. Yeah, Death do Proof, Jackie order. Brown. Order. Reservoir Dogs. Um, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, Jackie, Jackie Brown, Brown. Kill Bill. Kill Bill Volume 1. Kill Bill Volume 2. Uh, Death Proof. You need Django help? Unchained, Glorious Bastards. Inglorious. <clears throat> Glorious Bastards. And um, Hateful Eight. Mm. And then this will be number nine. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. I just read a list like they ranked all of his movies in order. I didn't actually count when you were counting, and you were counting on one hand, so it confused me very much. It was eight. I feel like that was that's a thing that uh, Ron Swanson would say. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't count what you were counting, and you were counting on so one I hand. Don't so I don't know. Is that... <laughs> Why do I think... Um, I was thinking of fucking Ron uh, Burgundy. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. What? Um, I was just, oh, fucking. You love clicking that thing. That's going to really suck in, in editing. I, um. <laughs> no, just hitting the tape like every time you do. That's, I mean, I'm going to have to look at this. I'm going to zoom in. See, look at that. The All these clicks. Yep. Right there. I'm gonna uh, have to, that one wasn't bad. Charming. Um, Jews. We did it. Um. In the trailer, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood trailer, when Bruce Lee is talking to Brad Pitt's character. That's so funny. He says, my hands are registered weapons, so if I were to accidentally kill you, I would be charged with, oh, I would go to prison. Yeah. Like, well, if you accidentally kill somebody on set, you'd go to prison no matter what. It's Something. called manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. It's great. It's very funny. I'm very excited for that movie. Yeah. I like when Brad Pitt plays, uh, fun- he's really good at like tongue-in-cheek funny characters. Like He's really good. At- he's yeah. also good at dumb funny characters, like Burn After Reading. Um, God. But great. Brad Pitt and Leo together, finally. What the, f- what the fuck are we waiting for? Yeah. It's like a ninety, a late 90s girl's wet dream right now. 
I'm very oh, gay guys wet dream. Hey, it's my wet dream. I'm not gay. Uh, I'm very excited for that movie. All right, Garrett, something we're not excited about. Watch this documentary. What do you think went into it? I don't know how to rate a documentary. Um, I'm going to give it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's going to make me angry. But also, Spotlight made me incredibly angry, and that is one of my favorite movies. So, I'm going to give it. I don't know. I'm going to. We're only watching half now half later so it's like a mob deal but i'm going to give it six excuse me i'm gonna give it six uh he's <laughs> all right i'm gonna i think i think i'm gonna have a lot of problems with these people's stories i'm gonna my mind is gonna want to find holes in everything that they say because i want to not absolutely despise my wow Jackson. i'm going into it thinking they're telling the truth I'm going into it. I'm going into it not thinking they're telling the truth or lying. I'm just going into it open-minded. But I know that my brain's gonna be like, "Well, what about what, 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 what? you know?" Well, what I mean? we'll we'll hash it out during. We'll, um, talk, we'll talk it out. But uh, I'm gonna stick right in the middle, and I'm gonna give this a five for now. I'm gonna give it five Ooh! out of ten. Okay. You guys are gonna hear a couple of ads. Uh, trailer. We'll be back after those ads. Might just be one ad. We don't know. It's two. Is it? The last one was two. Does it air two? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. Well, now we're making more money. Guys, be become an anchor person. Anchor us on Anchor. <laughs> be a sponsor. An anchor person. Get us money. I can quit Jimmy John's. Love you. Everybody wanted to meet Michael or be with Michael. And then he likes you. I was seven years old. Michael asked, do you and the family want to come to Neverland? We drive in and forget about all your problems. You were in Neverland. It was a fantasy. The days were filled with magical childhood adventure experiences. Playing tag, watching movies, eating junk food, anything you could ever want as a child. It's like hanging out with a friend that's more your age. Just kid things. They were just doing kid things. He just came across as a loving, caring, kind soul. It was easy to believe that he was just that. Out of a storybook, right? Out of a fairy tale. Hello, Wade. Today is your birthday. So congratulations. I love you. Goodbye. There's no thoughts of this is wrong or anything like that. He told me if they ever found out what we were doing, he and I would go to jail for the rest of our lives. Secrets will eat you up. You feel so alone. I want to be able to speak the truth as loud as I had to speak the lie for so long. All right, you want to do this? Yeah. Uh, hey, guys. I'm sorry. I'm depressed. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, lot of breaking the tension during this. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty hard to watch. Uh, Give me that pen. <laughs> Give me that goddamn pen. Um, All right. Yeah, that was... Ugh. That's the episode, everybody. That's all we do. We just <laughs> click pens. 
Um, if you haven't watched it, I mean, there's just a lot of descriptions from uh, two grown men now. Very who, vivid descriptions. Very vivid descriptions of, uh, you know, just uh, the worst things possible being done to two little boys. So if you want to hear about that for the middle section of this uh, first part, um, go ahead and watch it. Uh, I, 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 why, why... <laughs> Uh, so we looked up an article after watching this first part and someone said that um, they left out the fact that these guys are suing the estate. And uh, I guess they said that because that's a reasoning as to why they would make up these things. But at the same time, it's like they clearly spent enough time with him and we clearly saw like, you know, faxes and shit like that, that Michael had sent calling one of them little one like these are fucking weird video things. recordings video like recordings pictures. oh happy birthday i don't celebrate birthdays but uh i love you fucking fucking weird yeah i'm i i will bet money that he definitely um molested and fucked these little boys well both so. their stories were pretty accurate pretty synced up too like describing yep. the things that he liked to do and stuff they were both pretty. They knew what they were talking. about. I mean, about, so. I will say, like these ki- these guys have could have met and just gotten their stories together. Like could that's, have, yes. but uh, oh boy, Jesus Christ, I uh, I totally believe it, and I think Michael Jackson's a fucking awful person. <laughs> it it's it's so confusing because I don't know what to say anymore. You know who's confused? Those boys. Um, it seemed like from what they described, it seemed like Michael Jackson was a very dangerous person yeah he was very manipulative he was very into little boys Ugh. i'll I take mean, this we, we knew going in like what we're getting into we yeah. knew what was gonna happen i just don't think that i think hearing it described in such graphic detail yep was just ugh. the most unsexy thing ever literally feel like i cannot have sex for the next like three weeks yep after watching this documentary because it's just so uncomfortable well they'd say these things and then they'd show pictures of them as they're younger so it's like 19 seconds of that young child's face while it's like and then he touched my penis and it's like oh jesus christ this is awful whoever edited this deserves an oscar over bohemian rhapsody for sure uh... (laughs) yeah but uh the one yeah the one thing um michael jackson completely manipulative uh manipulated these families to let their sons uh, hang out with him and he like he set up traps around his house like bells and shit so he would know if people are coming uh, so they could get their clothes back on um, allegedly but uh, but if that's true that's like manipulative behavior so that acknowledges that he knows what he's doing is wrong so the, well, the boy, yeah the guy said that he said on multiple occasions that people would uh, would you know he'd go to jail for the rest of their lives yeah 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 they find out what what was happening it's like my life is over if people find out and it's just like you know and then these these guys are just like as adults now like just saying these things where uh you know i mean they've been completely manipulated to be told that michael loves them and then they're they're seeing that they're replaced uh yeah that would shatter your psyche i think so i don't know I think I'm just still processing this. Yep. Well, we have part two to watch, Mike. And uh, I think this is it for this. The end of it, right? I don't have much else to say. Yeah, I just fucking... Ugh. I want to see, see Shazam. <laughs> I want to see Avengers Endgame. I just need something light after that. That was... 
What do you give? What do you give this? Um... I think it's a very good documentary. Um, let's talk about it. Let's we're film guys. Let's talk about it from a film standpoint. Let's try to take out what the film's about and look at it just a straight documentary. That'll... Oh, it's great. As a documentary, it's a very good documentary. Ten. It's, ten out of ten. It's very it's great. It's shot very well. It's it's the narrative is formed obviously to the liking of whatever the the director wanted it to be. Um, they're very good at shaping dialogue to literally show you the juxtaposition between the parents and the children. Oh, that was great. Because I mean like the parents would talk about the kids experience at Neverland or being with Michael Jackson and it's completely different than what the kids experience actually was and the parents believed that this thing was happening like the parents would be like oh you know I'd, I'd walk up to the room and I'd put my ear to the door to hear what they were saying and it was fun things they'd be watching movies or playing toys and then it would immediately cut to the guy being like yo that's when I was bent over with my, my cheeks spread and yeah. Michael put his tongue in my ass <laughs> like that's like it's 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 kind of scary to think that like this stuff was happening right under the parents' nose, and they had no idea. Yeah, the Australian I, mother picked up on it. Yeah, he, he just he had a lot of wine and champagne, and you know, I just I I I love those. I had a, I had a good time. Never thought anything of it. That's when the alcohol came out, and then I spread my butt cheeks apart. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. You were really bad at improv. I was really hoping that. Good improv. I just didn't know where that was going. Literally anything. There's the a squirrel on that roof, and then he touched my penis. Yeah, it was a lot of like stuff like that where you could tell that the parents, because your first question is like, why would parents let this happen? Like that's your first thought. Yeah, and, and you brought up the thing about how we're looking at it, you know, years later, so yeah. we're looking back on it with the knowledge that it's weird, but yeah. they're going through it. It's like so if you look back and as an adult right now, if you listen to this podcast, you think, oh, I would never let my kid stay at Michael Jackson's house. Like, that's messed up. That's messed up. But there's no precedent of this happening beforehand yeah. in 1990, you know, 1989. So in the parents' mind, it's just, oh, this is a, a, a celebrity who taken a liking to my child for various reasons. It's always been, like, all the kids, the two kids that were in this documentary were kids that idolized Michael Jackson. One was an actor, and the other one was a dancer. And so it would make sense, oh, well, he wants to help their career, he likes them, he sees something in them. So as a parent in 1989, you're just thinking, oh, well, this will be great for my kid's career, you know. You're not thinking, oh, this is a guy who's going to, like, try and fuck my child. Yeah. Which is what we think when we watch it, because we know already what had happened. And so we're like, oh, well, why would you do that? Why would you do that? I would never do that. No, no, no. I mean, I wouldn't now. But if it were 1989 and I were a parent, I don't know, maybe I would have. The dads didn't seem to have much input in anything. In the, it was in all these. the moms. It was all the um, moms. But yeah, it was just, uh, but I mean, they, they framed it, like the documentary really gives you a good view of the parent's side and the kid's side. Yeah. Um, and how much they didn't know what was going on. I give the documentary a nine. Uh, I give Michael Jackson a negative 15 uh, out of 10. That's not enough demerits. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 want, I would, uh, hate him. Uh, I mean, I can't fathom why they would make this shit up. It's all pretty, pretty in depth too to have to make up, like describing perfectly. Like it's, a, I mean, it's it is filmed and it's a documentary, so you can cut and edit whatever you want to. But at the same time, I just don't understand what the motivation would be to lie about these things because they both did. There is evidence well, the of them would hanging be to win out. The lawsuit that would be their motivation. But the lawsuit, like the lawsuit, is something that they started. They're not doing like a counteract. Like, are they really looking for that? They look put together and well. I don't know if they really need the money that badly. Well, I don't think it's... If this is true, like, if this really happened to them, I don't think it's just about money. It's more about justice, even though Michael's dead. So, if it's justice, then what would they need justice for? Because he raped them? 
ruining their childhood. One, so one then guy. why the, the one fuck? guy he ruined their whole family? Yeah, that is true. So I don't know. I I I guarantee it happened. I mean, I just don't have any reasoning as to believe that it didn't. Yeah. I agree. There's nothing. I mean, what? That's the thing that too. When you read these articles about like the bodyguard saying like, "Oh, Michael loved women and he didn't do anything wrong," and it's like, okay, well then tell me. Well, there was a, he kind of he saw a girl on the street and she was pretty and he said she's pretty, and then I said you want to see her and he he got bashful and I u turned and I cat called her and he was like, "Oh, I would, but he's not. A, she's not a little boy." So no. I didn't hear that second part. Like, what the fuck? And then another. It, it's just like. You only worked with him for two years, not even during the time that he was molesting these children. Like, fuck you. Allegedly. Allegedly. Whatever. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. Um, I, uh, like I said earlier in the first part, uh, Spotlight really pissed me off. And this really pissed me off. It's it's like child molestation that really uh, irritates me I mean, Spotlight pissed me off, but it didn't stop me from going to the Catholic Church. I'm just kidding. I never did. Fuck Catholics. I fucking hate them. But uh, there we go. How do you have, like, that, oh, God, I can't be a fucking Michael Jackson fan anymore. Like, if I, I don't know. I don't even know if I could listen to his music anymore. Like, if I heard a song, I don't know if I'd be able to listen to it. Like, and I, I've, I've known about it before, but now it's just like, it's literally, you're hearing it from that person's well, Because side. you've known about it before, but there's always been a lot of doubt when you've heard it before. It's yeah. never been concrete. It's never been somebody saying, this is what he did, and here's how he did it. I'm going to tell you in graphic even detail. then, what was the doubt? Like, any time that it was brought up, like, they touched my pe- they checked my penis. Well, that never, that, all that stuff has never been said before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everything has always just been... Well, we think he's doing something with these kids. And then there was families suing Michael Jackson, but they would never disclose what they're suing him for. Yeah. There were rumors that it was for child molestation, but it was never confirmed. And then nothing but from the there's trial. No, and then there's no rebuttal from his camp or his side. And any time there is, they're just like, no, that's not true. Oh, no, it's well, like, well, yeah. how do you know that's true? Well, we just know. It's like, okay, the, but how? So this is the first, like, quote unquote, if it's an invented story, mm-hmm. these are... You know, plot points basically in the molestation, but it's like there's still no rebuttal to all those things from, from his who? side. He's dead. Nobody else can from defend his them. It, from his bodyguards that are saying this shit, or I mean, his maids, all stuff, or all, all these ha- people. Everything that everything that these boys describe happening, there's only two witnesses: the boy and Michael Jackson, and the and the and the parents. The parents didn't witness anything. Well, they didn't witness anything, but they're definitely so, putting I mean, their fucking ear to the door I mean, and the not hearing is, anything. I mean, the thing is, if you were if you were these two boys. Would you bring this up when he's alive and could dispute it, or would you wait until he's dead? Here's a question for um, the Me Too movement now: um, If they were, if if it was a male celebrity, mm-hmm. well, I mean, what if it was like a female? Hmm. Now I'm trying to think. What would it? Okay, if it was Michael Jackson, but he was into little girls. Okay. Would that would that have changed this? Where we wouldn't have people. No, I mean, look at R. Kelly. Yeah, he's going down. Yeah, he's going down pretty hard. Hmm. Although people have kind of just turned their turned their blind eye to that for fifteen years with R. Yeah. Kelly. Well, he had like a rape case, right? And did that go to trial? A rape case? Yeah, R. Kelly didn't he? Or no, it was piss. Sorry. No, it was know. it was um it underage. wasn't rape. It was underage. It was child molestation because she was underage. Yeah, she gave him consent, but she's underage. Hmm. Well, I mean, technically, spoiler alert. But it seemed like these boys kind of gave it consent, didn't they? I don't think the boys were old enough to give consent. Like old that's enough what to, you, I mean, to that's what you, give consent. That's what you just said. Like, she gave consent, but she was underage. Well, she was 15. Exactly. These kids. I mean, that's the same kind of thing. Because, like, what he did was he groomed them to make them, like, love him. And then he loved them back, quote unquote. 
and then you know did stuff I think the with only him. difference but is... they felt but when he wasn't doing those things he felt or they felt that um he was neglecting them right but I think the difference between like the R Kelly case and the the boys is these boys are so prepubescent they don't even have any thoughts about sexuality or sex well, I mean, go, going fi- into it 15 though oh you're thinking about sex like yeah but it's still your and a 15 year old girl's probably in the middle of puberty at this point are you fucking 15 year old girls no i'm kidding uh what <laughs> no i just no, i just i know there's definitely a difference but still by law you're unable well to yeah by law she's not decision. legally allowed to give consent but i mean like she would be she would be more equipped to give consent knowingly as opposed to a seven-year-old boy well, yeah, obviously, yeah. but I feel like they still are very similar. Well, they're eh, they're similar. I think it's a good. I I think it's a legit comparison. I don't. I think they're similar, but I don't think they're the same. No, just because of the age. It's a huge age difference. I don't know. I feel like if you're 15 and you get peed on by R. Kelly, you're still gonna be fucked up. I think she's fine. Is she? I mean, it's, it's the whole Dave Chappelle thing. How old is 15? Didn't, really? Didn't oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, he also had the thing about how Michael Jackson made Thriller. So, fuck Chappelle a little I'm bit. Just, I'm just saying. It's I, a funny joke, but Jesus well, Christ. But it's a funny joke, but it's also pretty accurate. I mean, the idea that, like, she willingly let... I mean, she she's a willing participant in the sex act. Yeah. Like, she wasn't, like, it wasn't... She wasn't into it. Like, she was into it. I don't think it affected her mentally because she, again, it wasn't against her will. She's just underage. Yeah. So, I mean, but as far as, like, the boys, like, it's obviously fucked them up. Like, they don't seem very okay with what happened. Yeah. Mainly because they weren't able to actually comprehend what was going on. They just thought it just seemed like something natural to them. And then Michael formed it in a way that made it seem totally okay and acceptable. Despite the fact that... I mean, Michael essentially is forming their thoughts for them at yeah. this point in their lives. Whereas a 15-year-old girl is pretty much able to form her own thoughts. So and that's where I think the difference is. Yeah, it's both... They're both, like child molestation and they're both rape but i mean they're it's different forms of it yeah well so we should lower the age of consent (laughs) (laughs) oh jesus sorry this one got heavy guys no it's real heavy i mean we have part two coming up so i'm not excited it's gonna be a heavy number two you guys jesus christ poop joke well all right i that's that's i've said my piece i now i hate michael jackson for the rest of time now Awesome. Remember the time. When I go to uh, when I go to my mom's house to find that VHS, I'm also going to burn my copy of Live from Bucharest, 1992. Live from Bucharest. It's a great concert. That's funny. Well, let's just play us out with this wonderful song by Michael Jackson. God, don't. I'm kidding. Uh, Oh man. All right. Well, this is the end of part one. We watched part one. We're gonna. The next episode will be part two. Uh, we'll figure out when that'll come out. You guys are getting a bonus up this week, so part two is going to be... It, it won't be like a bonus episode. We'll figure it out. Yeah, you'll get you, some. What are you doing this week, Mike? Fuck fine, I'll do I'll be... Fucking some <laughs> kids? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> I'll be in Whitehall Just Saturday night. Just rimming out some nine-year-old boy. If you're in Whitehall Saturday night, I guess you can come see me. <laughs> I'll be at Goonies Comedy Club in Rochester, Minnesota. That's Friday and Saturday, the 22nd and 23rd. Featuring headlining. Uh, I'm featuring for Dave Dyer. David Dyer is headlining, so it'll be a super fun show. Uh, You guys right now together? Yeah. Yep. And then next. A lot of crime podcasts? A lot of true crime podcasts? I hope so. Eight hours of crime podcasts. He loves those. I, I hope he's converted the HBO file of Leaving Neverland and we get to listen to part two. Ooh, that sounds awesome. Um,. 
And then next Thursday, I'm going to be auditioning for Just for Laughs, New Faces. That's going to be at Hilarities in Cleveland, Ohio. Pickwick and Frolic. Pickwick and Frolic. 6.30 p.m. show. Going to be doing that. So that'll be fun. Go ahead. That's fine. Just step all over. It's good. GarrettElzinga.com or whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Jews. Make sure you like our fan page and follow us on Twitter at TB. G- TBBG podcast. That thing. I hate that name. Uh, um, you made it, you fucking. Well, that's because this better be good was already taken. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, like our fan page, especially. We get a lot of traffic on there. We do. Uh, we break a lot of uh, movie news and new movie trailers on there. So it's not just the podcast. You get a bunch of movie, cool movie stuff. Yeah, broke a lot of news today. And we covered it all in the episode. We did. I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and that, that was depressing. depressing. Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and this better, better be, be good. good. You know what it is. It's the weekly podcast where Garrett and I review a movie before seeing it, review it again after seeing it. This is a bonus episode, right? Uh, part yeah. two of Leaving Neverland. So we were going to do this earlier, but uh, we planned it, and then Mike hit me up and said, hey man. I will admit, that mo- that fucked me up, that first part, really, like yeah. for two straight days. And I, I was in a funk, man. I mean, I was too, but also, I'm like, we gotta please yeah. the people. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, yeah. I, uh, for two days, I was just, I didn't leave my house. Like, I was just like, I was like, I think I may have been like depressed. Wow, what for a luxury. Like... I had so many shows. <laughs> wow. I still had to do them. <laughs> you dick. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, um, it was rough. Like, I didn't, it was Wednesday and Thursday, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I could watch it on Tuesday, yeah. Two shows. So Wednesday and Thursday, I didn't have anything going on. Friday, Saturday, I did. But Wednesday and Thursday, nope. Yeah. Um, I, so uh... I just sat around sulking in my own stuff, feeling guilty, but for some reason, I don't know. Any Anytime I'm out somewhere and they play Michael Jackson, I get very upset now. I have very it's strong very opinions about him, uh, just like Barbara Streisand. Yeah, uh, that's stupid. Barbara Streisand. What a twat. So uh, we're gonna watch part two. Um, we really don't have much to say. Yeah. Pre. Yeah, this is a pre for a bonus episode. It doesn't have to be that long anyway. Just uh, we. So we've heard from uh, some outside sources that the second part is about the court cases. Well, um, that's what I predicted. I predicted yeah, that when yeah. we recorded it. I was like, oh, probably the second part will be about court cases. Yeah, and that makes sense. It's, it makes, I mean, that'll be a lot of stuff that I've already that I know of because like we remember the I remember the court cases. So yeah, so we don't have to watch it. So this is the post part. <laughs> uh, here's here's the post. He, uh, he's he, dead. He settles. Uh, his doctor kills him. <laughs> what if it was like a? What if it was like on? On purpose, like, what if his doctor like well, that was, wanted he, him to die? Well, he um, like he found out what happened and what he yeah. did and tried to kill him. Well, he got he got tried for it. Yeah. I, I think he got away with it or he didn't. Obviously, you know, those are the two I'll options. say good, but then <laughs> there wasn't any. Uh, the problem with that is there wasn't any comeuppance for fentanyl shit, and we lost Prince. Yeah. So fuck this guy. It's just weird to me that there's like this whole lifestyle of like chemically induced sleep. I don't even know if that's that. I think it's just to treat. That's pain. what Michael Jackson's was. Oh yeah, his was chemically induced sleep. Like Prince just... wasn't. Prince was on like uh, he was having like stomach pains and shit. And then oh, this no. is what his doctor prescribed, and then he fucking died in an elevator. Oh. Did he do a concert the night before that or yes. something like that? Oh. In his house. 
Oh, really? Yeah, his oh, house is, well, house. Paisley Park, it, it was like a concert venue, it was a recording studio, and it was where he lived. It was a bunch of different things. Oh, so it was Paisley a compound, Park. then? Yeah, it was a compound, and oh. he uh, did not rape children like in Waco. He just uh, had sex with a lot of or women. Or Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, I just love, I, I would love to be rich enough to just have a compound. Finding Waco land. <laughs> Leaving Waco. I keep mixing up. Drinking the, Waco land. There we go. <laughs> they drank Kool-Aid. No, no, yeah, no. That was, no, that was Jim Jones. Yeah, uh, Waco, Waco was the the thing in uh, the military thing, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. ATF. Yeah, yeah. Burn people in their homes. Yeah, anyway. that was fucked up. Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm looking forward to this one. I'm not looking forward to anything. I'm not looking forward to watching it again. I'm not looking forward to hearing these guys talk, describe what happened to them again. I'm not looking forward to my childhood being ruined all over again. I'm not looking forward to being pressed for the next two days after I watch it. I'm not looking forward to any of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna give it a. 10 again, I get, or whatever. What did I give the first one? It's not like this one's gonna take a big dive. Yeah, I just think that I think it's gonna be, it's obviously gonna be different than the first half, because if the first half was just like all they're describing what happened, and the second half is just the trial, it's obviously the second half's gonna be more palatable than the first half was. Well, the second half, I mean, like the end of the first half is them still, um, oh, I guess this is spoilers for the first, if you haven't listened to the first episode part of this, that would be stupid. No, we haven't spoiled it yet. I mean, well, no, not really. Just, you know, shit happens. But, uh, spoiler, I guess. Like, the end of the first episode is, um, them talking about, like, basically, um, feeling, uh, jealous, basically. Yeah. The jealousy of him being with some other boy. Macaulay thinking, Culkin. Yeah, thinking that they were the special one. And, uh, which is even another reason why he's fucked up is because he plays fucking mind games with these little boys. Yeah. It's not good. This guy's a piece of shit. Glad he's dead. Well, they turned out fine. Aren't they married and have kids? They seem fine. No. They're very alone and sad. No, they're married and have kids. Are they really? Those, I was quoting Barbara Streisand. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Well, it's weird. A- it's weird that Barbara Streisand was like, one, doesn't know Michael Jackson. Like, they're not friends or anything. No, it was like if Elizabeth Taylor was still alive and she said it. Well, that that'd be would different. Sense. Well, yeah, yeah, that'd be a lot different. Because, like, they sense. were friends. They yeah. knew each other. Like, Barbara Streisand said she's met him, like, once or twice. And she's like, yeah, he fucked him, but they seem fine now. Like, you bitch. Well, she was basically saying, like, they love the attention that he gave them. It said, yeah, because that's what fucking people that groom do, you fucking idiot. Yeah, she's did she watch real it? dumb for that. Oh. Yeah, apparently she did. Wow. Yeah. She should watch uh, Little Fockers again and then come back to me. Hashtag fuck Barbara Streisand. You, got, you saw Little Fockers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Wait, that was, was that the that third one? That was the one? third one. She was the mom, well, was Ben Seller's mom? Yeah. Or is that Meet the Fockers? Meet the Fockers. Where she's, in, she's in, she's yeah, in. I don't remember Little Fockers when I think about uh, it. Yeah, he, uh, Ben Stiller has kids, and now they're called Little Fockers, and she's in it, and uh, woo, doggy, that movie's a stinker. Dustin Hoffman, right? He plays yeah, the dad. he's the dad. Anyway, oh, uh, that's the pre, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, that's the pre, you guys. You know what the deal is with this one. Arbitrary rating, I don't know. What do you think? I'm going to give it uh, 10 ruins my life for the next three days out of 10. Wow, it's really gonna ruin it. That's number ten. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay back. I think I gave the first one an eight, so maybe an eight. I think it's a good documentary. Uh, the shooting of everything is good and editing, all that good stuff. So I think this part two is gonna be the same as that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an eight. Not the best documentary I've ever seen, but man, I I hope there's some good uh, comeuppance in the future after this ends. And uh, you know. Jews. There we go. There it is. This is a bonus episode, folks, so uh, not don't expect too much. We're here at the Garage Bar after a comedy show, and it's very loud, and drunk people are going to fuck old people. It's, oh, it's true. <laughs> it's pretty gross. Listen to some ads, and then listen to the trailer again, and we'll be right back. <laughs>
Welcome back. Uh, I believe you just heard a trailer again for uh, Fighting Neverland. Yes, you did. Um, and uh, we watched part two. Garrett, go. Um, he fucked those kids. This was, uh, as I predicted and uh, was confirmed, mostly about courtroom shit. You did watch this, right? Okay. Uh, very uncomfortable. Still, the courtroom stuff is uh, woo doggy. And then he got married to Lisa Marie Presley. <laughs> uh, and to think they didn't think this would last. Oh, and it didn't, Michael. <laughs> it really didn't. Uh, I'm glad he's dead. I'll say that. <laughs> I uh, hate him. Um, it's, uh, I, I just, I don't know why anyone is defending him. I think there's millions of people who just genuinely believe he didn't do it. Yeah. I mean, you can convince yourself all you want, but he did, though. So, and I, I know that people are just like, well, you don't know that. You don't know that for sure. Ah, it's a pretty good bet. It's a pretty good bet. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it, it was... My a... penis, my my buttocks. Yeah, he, he fucking did. Yeah, I remember, I remember, uh... the, I remember the court case. Like, I remember it when it was happening. And I remember just not believing a word of anything that was coming out of that as a kid. Just being like, no, he would never do this. He's Michael Jackson. He's the king of pop. And then it just like the second part. He's the king of pop and cherries. Is hey, what he is. butthole cherries. Uh, he's a my, real butthole surfer. My penis, my buttocks. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it, the second part really just hammers home, like because at the first part you're just like, oh my god, these stories are terrible. These stories are awful. Uh, but then in the back of your mind you're like, oh, I want them to not be true. Yeah. And I feel like the second part really just just like, yeah, they're probably. Well, and it's all it's it, it just goes to show how deeply mentally he affected all these guys. Yeah. Well, these two guys, because that's who we're hearing from. But yeah. it, it's just it, he groomed them. He made them not say anything about it, and it's just. I mean, they said they testified in court that it didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. Like that, to the that's how that's how far his like how deep his clinch but was then, on these two. And then it's always people who have never had anything like this happen to them that immediately jump on the bandwagon and are just like, well, why didn't you say it before? It's the same kind of thing about like, oh, waiting 20 years to say something about rape. Yeah, because that's how people are affected by this shit. Yeah. You're not that, you you haven't had that happen. So therefore, you have no room to speak. Yeah. It's the same thing with this. You weren't molested. So shut the fuck up. Unless maybe. you were, then sorry. Yeah, then you totally can. And you can say your, your truth. You can say your side of it. But Jesus Christ. There's so many people that are coming out. So like, I love Thriller more than I love... Uh, people not being molested as well. Ex- yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to talk about um, the documentary as a documentary. Yeah. Uh, um, I think this is a really well-produced documentary. Yep. I think it's really good at keeping the focus on the boys and not on Michael. Yep. Because if you watch, especially the mostly in the first half, second half, there's a lot of Michael Jackson stuff, footage, but the first half, it was mostly footage of the boys, yes. and if Michael Jackson was in anything, it was when he was with the boys. Like, it wasn't anything of him by himself, and I think the idea was <clears throat> to take away the image you already have of Michael Jackson, because like if you see him, if you talk about, oh, Michael Jackson molested me when I was a child, but then they show a clip of him at the Motown 25th anniversary, you're just like, oh my god, what a great entertainer. Yeah. Like, how, there's no way he could have done that. So yeah, I think, there's, there's no way to think about him while you have all those details yeah. floating around in your head, and then the second half is just like focusing on him, but you're you're looking at him through the guise of, I know all these rooms yeah. that he fucked these kids in. Oof. 
Yeah, I just think it was a very well done documentary. Um, uh, I don't know how much else I, I want to I mean, to this say is a bonus. It. This is a bonus, so yeah. we can be done. Yeah, but, I just, uh, I just, just to, in conclusion, he's a gross piece of shit, man. Watch it, take him off your playlist, and uh, I mean, that's really all you can do. Yeah, at this point, I mean, you can't unrape those kids. Um, they have wives. Mm-hmm. Um, kid, right? One of them. One has of them a has kid, a kid. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was really interesting to hear about um, her thoughts, too, when uh, I was revealed to her, because she was worried that um, he would have the same tendencies, now knowing that that happened to him, and and he explained that he wouldn't, and, uh, I mean, maybe he doesn't, no, I'm kidding, but, uh, uh, and that's the thing, too, is, like, it's the same with um, homosexuality, is, like, where it's not a thing that runs um, in the, you know, the the bloodline I don't think and uh, I don't think the child molestation does either but it just goes to show how little people know about all these things and it's and, and I think yeah it's, little people know about all these things shut up uh, <laughs> I really think it's because these are taboo topics no one wants to talk about it and the more that we address all these things and have these open dialogues the more that we can uh, talk about it and uh, get it fucking out of here man get yeah. it eradicated Cut it out. Eradicate these kid-touching pieces of shit. I'm looking at you, Drake. What? Oh, you haven't heard any of this? No. Oh, he's been accused of, like, grooming Millie Bobby Brown and hanging out with her. The the Does he? 13-year-old from Stranger Things. Does he hang out with her? Uh, yeah. And then she, like, people were saying that, and then she went to Instagram and was just like, guys, come on, back off. That's not happening. That's crazy. And it's like, that's what someone who's being groomed would say. It's so crazy. Well, you know, it is, it is weird when you're a celebrity hanging out with other celebrities, just because, like, I, and I, what I mean by weird is, um, it's more, I feel like it's more understandable because that's the only person you can relate to as Millie Bobby Brown. Like, you're world famous Millie Bobby Brown. Like, everyone knows who you are. Yeah, but. And so it's hard to make, I feel like it's very hard to make friends genuine friends. But didn't Drake also like make out with that 14 year old girl on stage somewhere? Or, or, like, he uh, he was like, he didn't make out with her, but I'm pretty sure he like sang a sexually suggestive song and then, to her on stage. And then she's... And then and he then, found out afterward that she was like 14 or some shit. But then didn't he say something? There was something else after he realized it that he did or said or something. I do not remember the folk stuff. Anyway, looking at you, Drake. But... <laughs> What if, what if this is what make, launches our podcast? Dude, like just, if it is, great. Just you. Me hurling accusations Drake. that literally everyone else has been saying for a long time now. But no one, it's not, that's the thing too, is like, everyone loves Drake. It's the same with Michael Jackson. All that shit gets buried until it becomes court. Yeah. There's an NBA player who's about to get in a lot of trouble for rape allegations. Kristaps uh, Porzingis, plays for the Dallas Mavericks, used to play for the New York Knicks, just got accused of... Um, uh, raped by a woman who lived like in his apartment building, and I'm interested to see how that plays out. Well, if it happened, I hope he goes down. If it did, if, if it, it didn't, that's what I said. I mean, he's very rich. It might not affect him at all. Man. <laughs> well, that's it. This documentary was good. Very good documentary. Michael Jackson's a piece of shit. I give it nine Ooh! out of uh, ten. I give it nine. Um, my buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> I give it nine of those. Nine buttocks, cheeks. My penis? My buttocks? Oh, Oh, man. So what are you going to be this weekend? Uh, What is this episode going on? Today. Today. Um, Oh, yeah. um, You can catch me at Dr. Grin's Comedy Club all weekend, filling in for Garrett Elzinger. 
Um, he'll be at the Comedy Castle in Royal Oak, Michigan. That's right. So yeah, go out to, if you're in Grand Rapids, come see me at Grins. I'll be there all weekend with, um, I forgot her name. Kelsey Cook. Kelsey Cook. Um, I'll be there all weekend. She'll be headlining. I'll be uh, emceeing. She's got a podcast. Yeah, it's called, I forgot what it's called. It's a love podcast, right? Or some crap like that. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, well, look that up. It's called the Self Helpless Podcast. Which she also has a, a um, a sh- is it a YouTube show or something? Something where like she that. plays foosball with people. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she plays foosball with other comics and stuff. These are just stand up. The Self Helpless Podcast. Yeah, I think she just recently had John Heffron on there. John Heffron, shout out to that guy who wow. pretty much forced me to sign the wall with Grins. Well, he, uh, How you, you know, uh, I think you just you figured it out. Self-helpless. Hey. With uh, Kelsey Cook, Delane Fisher, and Taylor Tomlinson. Is it Delane or Delaney? Delaney Fisher. God damn, you're awful. Well, yeah, whatever. weekend is revoked, Mike. Uh, no, Mike will be there. I'll be at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle with uh, Josh Blue and Brent Terhune is emceeing, which is uh, crazy to me. He's emceeing? I know. Very weird. He told me that he's emceeing, and I was like, that's... Brent's like the guy that... Well, Brent is also featuring later in the year, so he's got two weekends this year. Why is he emceeing? I know, um, but... Well, he's like the guy who, like, the, the, the hillbilly guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, very famous. I know. <laughs> I know. Huh, so, anyway, funny. I think he took the weekend for money, but uh, it's the same pay, MC and feature, yeah. but... Well, they do the same time, too. No, I get five more minutes, so... Is that what it is? That's the, for the t-shirt pitch, baby. Uh, anyway, so Funniest Person in Grand Rapids, that is going to be tomorrow night. That is Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, guys, check that out. Hey, it's the semifinals. Nope, only guys. <laughs> we only want men in the seats. I mean, it's going to be only men in the finals. No women, no in-betweens. Only men. It's gonna be, so it's going to be eight white guys in the finals, right? Uh, mo- it's looking like that. <laughs> hey, you know what? I can't post nine times in Michigan Comics Network throw all that information out continually and then have three women sign up and then it'd be my fault. Were there only three women that signed up for the whole thing? Pretty sure. Well, Kenzie Straub, well, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like now she's Kean. Now he's Kean, mm-hmm. but was Kenzie when he signed up. Yeah. So that counted and then now it doesn't. And then uh, Sherry Savage and then I, I, I legitimately can't remember. Oh, uh, Megan Coddington Heath. Oh, oh. well, Hey, not my fault. Yeah, sucks. I love the idea that in comedy, you guys can stop listening whenever you want to, but uh, I love the idea that in comedy, it's just like, well, when are you going to have, uh, you know, so-and-so on the line? When are you going to have, I, I, I can't control, for a show like this, if I was booking a specific show and I, I got to pick who I wanted on, absolutely. But I can't control who signs up for a competition. Like, someone said that to me after the show one night. It's just like, all white guys, huh? And I was like, yeah, I fucking, I, I'm... I can't force people to do a thing. Yeah. I'm not going to rape them into stand-up. Hey! Call back. Is it going to rain? Uh, it's going to rain on my parade. Welcome to the Black Parade, guys. I'm talking now. All right, I'm done. I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elsinger. And that, that was, was disturbing. I said it with a sad voice. That was good. All right. We, we did it. Join hosts Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine with their new podcast each week as they dive into the movies that shaped their childhood. 
In a world with too many podcasts, another episode beats the odds and stands alone atop the list of great podcasts to discuss movies like Groundhog Day, The Breakfast Club, Stand By Me, and many more. Listen to another episode podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podbean. Don't forget to rate and subscribe another episode podcast. Hey movie lovers, I'm Dan Curry from Game Goose. Do you enjoy listening to sincere reviews of video games? If so, give Game Goose Podcast a shot. My pals, Clinton and Neil, join me in analyzing and dissecting the weekly developments of the video game world. We'll make sure you're up to date on everything video game related, talk about the history of video games, and take a dive into a unique topic every week, such as who are the best video game bosses, or what exactly is video game speedrunning. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.